What is up, you guys? Welcome to Mindset Sessions by Off The Wall Therapy. I am Brock Eisman, and I am stoked to give you guys a look into the sport and performance psychology world. I am here to help you create tools and optimize your potential. Let's get it. How are we doing, everybody? Okay, welcome back to Mindset Sessions. I'm Brock. I got Grizz right across from me. What's up, you guys? And we took a three-month break. I don't know if you guys realize that. If this is your first time listening to Mindset Sessions, um, I recently had a son, Asen. Woohoo! My little boy um, came out, 10-pound little chunk. Um, so I decided to take a break from podcasting just focus on working um on my two businesses and that's kind of where i've been so we're getting back into podcasts he's almost three months old now and life has just been really 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 good and i'm super stoked to be back on the podcast um but yeah we took a three-month break so for those who don't know how we do things on mindset sessions we have three different segments first segment is q a Second segment is called P&B, and then the third is interviews. What we're going to be doing for this episode, we're going to jump right back into it. We're going to do Q&A. Basically, um, athletes, people will send in questions, and then we basically answer them. Um, P&B stands for performance and brain. What that is is we will have people send in topics that they want us to talk about or they want us to um, kind of go over, and we go over those. And their research studies all have to do with kind of the brain and how performance works. Um, sometimes we also just pick um, different topics to go over to as well. Um, and then the third one is interviews. And interviews is pretty much like every podcast you've probably ever listened to. We get people on and we talk to them. So that's how we break down mindset sessions. Um, those are the three segments. And let's start. So the quote of the day for today is the mind is just like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets and the more it can expand. And that is a quote by Idowu Koyenikin. And he is from South Africa or Africa? He's, I, I don't know what country in Africa, but he is from a country in Africa. Got you. So if we butchered that name, I'm sorry. And then what does he do? Is I think he is kind of like a, a Grant Cardone. A little bit. Okay. Uh, his book is uh, that we're taking the quote from is "Wealth for All: Living a Life of Success at the Edge of Your Ability." Got you. Never read that book. Mm-mm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, but the quote, obviously, mine is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets, and the more it can expand. Great quote. Probably been said a bunch of different ways, but obviously, we all can agree the mind is like a muscle. Let's try and grow it cool literally yeah um Chris, what is the joke of the day the joke of the day what do you call an alligator who is also a detective an investigator uh got you <laughs> these are terrible <laughs> um okay so like i said we got q a questions and answers grizz jumps straight into it what's our first question that we got for today first question Hey, I had a question for you regarding burnout. 
I've been playing sports my entire life, three-sport athlete in high school. Oh, and nice. now my senior year is coming to an end, and I will be playing one sport in college. I felt burnout in the past, which led me to playing multiple sports in high school, and that's my concern. Interested to hear your thoughts on dealing with burnout. Thank you. Okay, cool. I don't know if you know my background, whoever's asking this question, but um, I also played three sports in high school, and I kind of went through the same thing. Um, Baseball was not my favorite sport. I played that in college. It was not my favorite sport. I was not a baseball guy. Um, That actually happened in college. Probably took me two semesters to try and figure that out, but it became kind of like, okay, this is my sport. Um, I played baseball, basketball, and football. I don't know what sports you play, but those three were all so different, and they all made me better at the sport that I was playing. And I'm super stoked that you are a multi-sport athlete. I think that that's kind of been lost. It's definitely a lost art. Yeah. Yeah. So I I definitely, I think that that's awesome. Um, The burnout, um, everything, everything that kind of, I totally, it makes sense to me completely because I, I was afraid to go and, play four to six hours of baseball practice every single day in college. I didn't really know what that meant without my basketball, without football, like those sports kind of fulfilled. Okay. I'm not going to get bored at baseball. That was always my biggest thing is (laughs) baseball practice was so boring to me. Um, and then eventually it turned into, okay, I, I created all these different things in my mind. So I'm going to give you three things. Okay. Three things that I think that could benefit you and you could actually use or practice and experiment on yourself. Um, obviously you don't have to do these three things, but I'll give you some. Okay. So very first thing you got to understand that whatever sport you're going into, and I kind of mentioned it like four to six hours of baseball every single day. Um, when you get into college, like you're, you're a student athlete, the, the athletic portion, it is very intense. So the training is very intense. Um, know what you're getting into. I don't want you to lie to yourself. Okay. Like you, you are going into, if you're going to play sports in college, it's going to become who you are. Right. Um, it is what you do. There's a difference there, but it does take up a lot of your time. Right. So don't lie to yourself about that. Um, now that we're being honest, we understand that with ourselves, right? I really want you to ask yourself, like, are you playing that sport just because it's fun? You know, because there's going to be a time and a place. And since you've said you've experienced burnout before, you've probably gotten to the point where you're like, this is not fun anymore, you know, and fun really isn't even, it's not even in the picture. Does that make sense? I think that, I think that basing your athletic career on, I'm going to do it because it's fun. I think that that, that is why so many people burn out. That's why so many people stop playing sports. It's not, it's not like revolved around this whole fun thing. I would say the answer to this, and if you really, really want to get down to the nitty gritty, um, you have to see it as a challenge, okay? So me playing college sports, this is a challenge. Me going into it, and if, if I'm kind of like afraid of feeling like I'm going to be burnt out, like that's a challenge for me. Um, I wasn't a baseball player, like I said. Like I played baseball, and I was good at it, but I didn't go like, like this is who I am, you know? Um, so I, I accepted it as a challenge to grow myself. That's good. Yeah. I, I remember times where in high school 
it was pretty much baseball, like senior year was the point where I stopped playing other sports and just focused on baseball. But definitely you're going to find times where it, it gets boring. So it's like you have to have, uh, my dad called it a game within the game. You know, you have to create ways to overcome those challenges of either boredom or whatever. Like, why am I really out here? Injury. And, yeah. There's a lot of things that people, exactly. people totally get burnt out. Like, yeah. why do I want to keep playing if I just keep getting injured? You know, like mm-hmm. I've had this nagging injury. It just always flares up and then I got to stop. And then I got to go again. And then I got to stop. Um, burnout can be in so many different things, you know, but like I'm trying, like I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get across to you that if you accept it as a challenge, you'll look at things and this is that whole, if anything that is hard, right? Anything that is hard, anything that is challenging will always end with a greater reward, okay? So look for that reward by understanding that when you do hard things, like there is a reward at the end of it. When you don't do hard things, there's no reward, you know? Like it's not, it's not super satisfying to do an easy thing, you know? Yeah. So see it as a challenge and uh, absolutely go and get that reward. You know, yep, definitely. Easy. Also, there's no there's no glory when achieving goals that are easy. I want to make that very clear. Make that very clear. Okay, so don't do easy things. See it as a challenge. Maybe if you fall short, get back up, try again. You know, like that's the whole that's the whole process that we talk about. But I really I think kind of what I skipped on this part. Probably the most important thing when you accept it as a challenge understand that the very first thing that you should probably set up for yourself is focusing on discipline okay discipline is that is like the number one thing that you should focus on when you are talking about getting burnout you know like if you are getting burnout that just means that you are not focusing on the right things and you don't have discipline so focus on getting some discipline how do you get discipline there is a million ways to get discipline That'll be a whole other podcast episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so don't quit. Never, never quit. The whole point of quitting, like that's the only time that you'll actually ever fail. Okay. So if you're looking at this and you're thinking, not really sure, be honest with yourself again, right? Be very honest with yourself. If you have the aptitude to quit when things get hard, um, college sports are not right for you. Okay. And I'm being blunt. Okay. They're not right for you. Yeah. The the higher the level, the harder competing is going to be. Okay. So it kind of basing off of that, if you are a person who quits, I need you to focus on discipline. Okay. <laughs> you need to be disciplined. And when things get really hard, that's when you go, okay, I am not going to quit. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how to overcome this thing that is in front of me, this challenge. If there's a wall, climb it, go around it, punch through it. Like there's so many different things that you can do to try and gain discipline um like i said let's do a podcast episode on that that'd be perfect yeah okay so the second thing um i want to talk about hobbies okay so hobbies hobbies are something that i actually talk about with a lot of my athletes a lot of my higher level athletes um do things that grow your mind and potentially can like give you peace when you need it you know like you you do need rest you know like it's you're so go, go, and I have a lot of athletes like this, so go, 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 go every single day, all day. Um, get some hobbies. Get some things that you can do outside of the sport that you play so you're not so so wrapped up in this is the only thing that I do, this is the only thing that I'm good at. Because truthfully, it is. Like, 
like deep down to your core. I know it is, but creating healthy hobbies, things that you can go and do, and I don't necessarily like the word hobby, like actual activities that make you better at your sport, that make you feel fulfilled at the end of the day. You're like, okay, I can go and, and for me, what I did when I was in college, um, I'd actually go play basketball, like open gym with some of the basketball players when I was at Northridge. Um, it's actually how I broke my ankle um, right before <laughs> season started. But what I'm saying is like I went and did that because I loved basketball. I was totally like it made me feel you're a physical being. You like to do physical things. You get a massive amount of dopamine from doing physical things. So getting hobbies, maybe even it's going shooting a bow. Like if you're a pitcher in baseball, I have my pitchers do this a lot. Like I'll have them go and learn how to shoot a bow. Because when you shoot a bow, like you, you're not necessarily like the the things that are going on inside of your brain. They're very similar to being on a mound. You know, um, you don't really know where the arrow is going to go, but you're doing your best to try and get it to a spot. You know. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Plus, like the physical things that come from that. Potentially, like you can go and hunt. Like it's it's all really really good stuff. Um, yeah. But pick up something, jujitsu, like like things that things that are really not what the sport that you do, but they fulfill that dopamine because you are a physical being you enjoy doing physical things those are kind of if you're feeling burnout go and find something that you can do to lift you up while still going full bore at the sport that you're playing yeah definitely i remember when i was when we were playing at vanguard i picked up beach volleyball it was so much fun i love the beach and it was an opportunity to kind of learn something new and just adding it to my skill set but not like making that the ultimate thing like baseball was but it was still like okay i can i can blow off some steam yeah playing volleyball yeah like for me it was like fly fishing and shooting guns and <laughs> shooting bows like those kind of things i didn't know how to do those like my dad didn't show me how to do that i mean he showed me how to fly fish but he didn't show me how to do that other stuff so going and doing stuff that you're not good at that's actually really hard and growing your mind like that's it's a challenge like you see it's a challenge the more challenges that you set up for yourself and then you achieve them and you don't stop like you're like you learn how to overcome different things you know so that's the second thing third thing um support system and i really want to throw this one in there because the people in your trusted circle i want you to write down actually grab a piece of paper you can pause this right now grab a piece of paper i want you to write down your trusted circle people who you absolutely trust and there i in my circle i have different people for different things right so i have people that i need to bounce an idea off of or people that i need to confide in or maybe people that like are really good at helping you know like that i could ask for help um maybe someone that i can text and keep me accountable for something you know um the people in your trusted circle they're your support system they're huge so when you are trying to achieve something and say that's going and playing a sport in college and feeling burnout, like you are going to reach out to your trusted circle to make sure that you're on top of the things, you know, like, why do I feel burnout today? Well, did you go and do this today? Like, did you go and get outside and go for your walk and do that in the morning? Did you go do your ice bath in the morning? Like, are you doing that stuff like that? That would get you to be like, Oh yeah, no, I didn't do that. I'm not my chem. I'm chemically imbalanced right now, you know, because really (laughs) that's what you are. Like you feel that way because you're just like, oh, you're like either bummed out or angry or frustrated or just over it, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think even one of those people can be the person you do that ho- fun hobby with. Oh, Maybe, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. I think 
trusted circle of your support system. That's huge. Okay. Um, I hope I answered your question. I would love for you to message me back um, and let me know what sport you're playing and going into. Um, we can further that conversation for sure. Um, but burnout, we could throw a bunch of stuff at burnout, but there's three for you right there. Um, okay. What's the second question? All good stuff. Okay. Second question. Hey there. For 2024, I want to reach all of my goals. I have a lot of goals for this year, and I feel like I always start out really well and then slowly die off as the year gets going. I'd appreciate any insight. Thanks. Okay, so reaching goals, 2024. Um, everyone always has their, uh, what's it called? 2024 resolution yeah resolution new year's resolution resolve okay so new year new me i don't really like that um let me just hit on that for a second your resolution means that there's something wrong with you right you need to solve something there's a resolve that you need to have um i'm really into visions i really like like when from i didn't do this my wife did she actually showed me how to do vision boards um when i was younger or not younger when we were early on dating We've actually carried it out to every single time the new year comes around. We'll go to a coffee shop and we'll sit there and we'll write down our vision. This is the only time of the year that I'm just like, yeah, dream. Okay. Because goals are different than resolutions. Okay. Resolutions to me in my mind, it's just something that is wrong with you that you want to fix. Right. For me, a goal is I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at right now, but I just want to do better. Okay. So the vision and I'm kind of going off on this, but the vision would be more of like, okay, for 2024, these are all my big dreams that maybe are not super attainable. Um, it's the one time of the year that I'm super okay with you not setting a smart goal, right? Smart goal, specific, measurable. I say action-based, um, realistic, and time-bound. Um, yeah, so kind of, okay, let's go back to your question, sorry. So you have a lot of goals, right? That could feel overwhelming for sure. Setting yourself up for a ton of goals, that's great, right? It's a long year. Like you could totally do that, right? I'm not gonna shoot that down at all. Set a bunch of goals, that's great, okay? And you always feel like you start out really well and then slowly die off as the year gets going. Okay, very first thing. We kind of talked about it in the beginning, but I would say your very first goal should be, and this should be in all capital letters, discipline, okay? Your very first goal should be discipline. And how you set a goal for that is you set yourself up. Maybe start out with a morning routine, okay? So I hope that, who's asking this question, I hope that you sit here and write this down. Get a journal, write this down. That's probably another one for discipline too. Get a journal, keep yourself accountable, right? Um, but the first goal should be discipline. How you get discipline, start out with a morning routine, which means starting out with a bedtime. Time you go to bed, time that you wake up, right? And then when you wake up, what are you going to do? How are you going to get all those chemicals inside of your mind to be set straight for the day, right? So do things that are hard starting off in the morning so everything that you deal with for the rest of the day becomes easier, okay? So very first goal should be discipline. There is no secret to setting goals. Like goals, goals are, they are very simple, okay? People have been doing them for a long time. Um, for someone to say that they have like some secret way to set goals and achieve goals, like I don't believe in that. They're selling you something. I don't believe in that. I do just go off of a smart goal. Just literally write down smart right now. Smart, specific, measurable, 
action-based, realistic, and time-bound, okay? If you can sit there and write a goal down and then stamp a smart on it, right? Then you're probably gonna achieve your goal. If it is not specific, you're not gonna achieve your goal. If it is not, if you're missing one part in that goal, it is going to be a lot harder to achieve that goal. But really, the main ones, specific, measurable, time-bound. Like those, you will not reach your goal if you don't hit on those, okay? So every single time you think that you have a goal, write it out, stamp a smart on it, see if it sticks. If it doesn't stick, if it's not specific, if it's not measurable, if it's not action-based, realistic, or time-bound, okay? It has to be smart. Yeah, and we got to stress that you have to write it down. Brock said write it down like four or five times. But I I think I heard it said once that if it's just in your head, if you have a goal that's in your head, it's a dream. It's not a goal. It's a vision. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have... Well, write down your you visions write down, too. Write down your visions too. If you write it down, then it becomes something that's attainable because you're putting it to paper. It's, you know, that's the plan. Yeah. And if you guys don't have a journal, like get a journal, you know, like I have, I have five different journals for five different parts of my mind, you know? Journals and writing things down are huge. They're not everything, but they are a very, very, very important piece to who you are and, Super to, your important. Per- and to your performance, right? So, okay, so smart goals. We got that? Okay, that's pretty much it. I think, I think with your question, I, uh, I think that you can start on those two things. I don't want to give you too many because you already have a ton of goals. I really want you to think of those two things. So we got discipline and then just writing down your goals. Get a journal, okay? Mm-hmm. And yeah. stamp that smart approval on it, okay? Yeah. No, I mean, and the bottom line too, like I talked about before, you only fail if you give up. You only fail if you quit, okay? You can reach every single one of those goals if you say, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up, okay? So... That's that. Good luck on your 2024 goals. If you have a ton of them, make sure and do these. Yeah, crush it. I think um, something, one last thing to add, and even it can correlate to the first thing too, but um, just with setting your vision, setting your SMART goals, make sure you know why you're doing it, mm-hmm. and that can that can help you continually crush those goals throughout the year. Yeah, um, understanding your why. Yeah, no, that's that's huge. But then again, like, even if you don't necessarily, and I, people hit on this, the why so much, you know, if you get so good at setting goals, you will reach goals regardless of if you're like, why, you know, if I'm disciplined, if I'm disciplined, my why is that, oh, it's hard. Oh, it's not achievable. Oh, like I'm going to go do that. Like, like that, that would, it just becomes who you are. Like, this is what I do. Like, yeah, I have a goal. This is what I do. I just achieve it. Like, it's not, it's not so, like, you don't have to be so passionate about something. Like, how many goals do you have? If you have a lot of goals, I'm sure that there's some that you're not super passionate about. Like, eating healthy food. Like, setting a diet, you know? Like, I actually enjoy eating healthy. But do I enjoy, like, ice cream? Like, I totally... So, am I super passionate about eating healthy? Um, yes and no. Does that make sense? But am I going to achieve a goal when I say I'm going to eat healthy? Absolutely. Yeah, I, that's a great point. Because that's what I do, you know? That's just what I do. So I think, go back to that. With discipline, it literally turns into, this is just what I do. I don't sit there and I don't click snooze on my my alarm every single morning. Like, this is just what I do. Ever since having a kid, like, waking up, you never really fall asleep. 
you just kind of are a constant state of wake. <laughs> it's like the moment you, you hear the noise, it's just like, oh, okay, I'm up. You know, um, it's time to go. Uh, I think that's really fun, really interesting. Going back to the baby thing, I, I planned for um, not being able to sleep well, right? That was kind of something that I, I set as a goal for myself was to train myself. I would wake up really weird parts of the night. Um, and actually right when we got home, like the first week I had the nighttime shift so my wife could sleep so she could start producing milk. Like I'm, I'm like trying to get her going to be in the other room to sleep. And by the way, my wife is amazing. Like she's doing an amazing job as a mother. It's so cool to see. Um, but I would have the shift from 12 o'clock until five in the morning. Like that was me just sitting there and I'd, I'd have him sleep on my chest. And if he'd wake up, like I had the bottle with their milk ready to go, like um, get him back to sleep. So the sleep thing was very interesting. Now that we're three months into it, um, my sleep, it's finally catching up to me. You know, like the sleep, I am sleeping now because he sleeps. We're, we're doing this thing called co-sleeping where he sleeps in the bed. But uh, it's, it's really, really awesome. And I'm figuring it out. And I know for the next few years, I'm going to be lack of sleep. So for all the parents out there that have kids. Um, he, you can finally relate. I love it. It's so awesome. Um, all right, cool. So closing quote for today, finishing off Q&A. Respond, don't react. Listen, don't talk. Think, don't assume. Again, that is respond, don't react. Listen, don't talk. Think, don't assume. And that is by Raji Lacour. Okay, so kind of based on that quote, I want to add one more thing. Um, your response and don't react. Those are two really, really important things for me. So respond versus react. Responding to something is always going to be based on facts. It's what's actually real. Okay, so when you respond to something, it's real. That's your response, right? So it's actually thought out. Does that make sense? A reaction is based on emotions. It's based on feelings. And what do we know about emotions and feelings? Emotions and feelings are not real. Okay? They're not real. Yeah. Just like the future. Yeah, Okay. exactly. It's an emotion. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's not real. So They may feel real in the moment, but it's what reality... You, you need to have a reality check to kind of keep you grounded. So respond. Don't react. Exactly. Okay? Work on your response. When someone gets you upset... Work on responding to what you're going to say. The reason why, okay? Don't react, okay? That's a great point. All right, sweet. That is the end of Q&A. Woo! Um, again, if you guys have questions for the next Q of A, I want you guys to shoot them in. Um, that's pretty much it. I, uh, I really am thankful for you guys to be here, and I'm excited to get into the next... Wow, I'm going to try and do... 50 episodes this year um and we'll see how that goes so, all right 2024 yeah. baby here we are absolutely all right you guys have an amazing day and thank you so much for listening we'll see you